Hello world, welcome back to the Being Martina podcast. It is me, Martina, your fearless leader, host, only person pretty much on this podcast. So here I am. Um, I'm late on getting up this second part of the series about my demos, the second side of my demo. Um, I've just had a rough time lately. I've been uh, trying not to like make my brain turn into mush um i just had a lot to to think about and uh prepare for to think about what i'm doing with my musical self and as you can tell i just am exhausted um my sleep's been off it's just been a lot lately so um i apologize for being late on that that was not intended whatsoever but here I am now. So I just wanted to go over the second side of the demos. The second side is my political side, um, intentionally political. And I decided to separate them out because, <clears throat> excuse me, I am really not sure, to be honest, how these are going to be received. Um, they are very brash and bold and honest and real and cut no corners um there are plenty of curse words in them so um i separated them out because i know that they're just not going to be for everyone a lot of people are not going to like them a lot of people are going to hate them and a lot of people are probably going to lose respect for me i'm going to get pegged as this angry femme person i fully expect that to happen um, as people listen to the second side, but the people that are going to get it are going to get it and it's going to be awesome. And I'm very much looking forward to meeting these people. Um, but I wanted to separate those out as like, okay, well, if you like, like my songwriting, you like the first half of what I'm doing here. You, you like my, my first side of the demo. You might not like the second side. So here it is separated out. And I think that's probably something I'm going to continue to do in the future. I like the idea of having my personal songs, but then also having my political songs. Um, and I'm going to try to figure out how I want to navigate and maneuver, um, as I pursue my music in in whatever capacity, (coughs) excuse me. So, um, that's just the intent behind them being side two. Um, so yeah, but uh, I do think that they kind of they bleed together a little bit because it's all me, you know. They all it all kind of fits and makes sense, but it has a def- definitely a different feel to it. So um, the first track on here is called "I Want to Destroy You," and I kind of had re- reconsidered renaming it just like "I Want to Destroy" or something like that, um, just briefly. because I was like, well, I wonder if people think, like, I am actually, like, I want to, uh, be violent or something, you know, because the wrong people are going to take that the wrong way, and they're going to think, oh, you want to actually destroy me, like, you, you stinking feminist or whatever, um, but I decided, like, if, if you can't understand the message of what I'm saying, then the song is not for you, um, it's an anti-patriarchy song, it's a, um, a song about, being a feminist and the realities of being a femme person, um, being a non-binary person, like, 
the realities of the world that we're living in today. And, um, you know, I start the song by saying I woke up sometime last year and I wrote that like two years ago. So it's a little outdated as far as that goes. But I, I kept those lyrics because I felt like it just works um, because we're always waking up to the realities of the world. It doesn't matter. Mine was in the context of the presidential election in which Trump won. And um, so I think it's just it's a really interesting song that I think is fitting no matter what. But more importantly, I had watched a, uh, a music reviewer talk about um, like hardcore punk back in the day and like the anti-Reagan era and things like that and how there will never most likely ever be another movement of bands doing this kind of political like being brash and bold and really trying to make a movement out of it, not just like a statement. And I agreed, but I also was like, okay, challenge accepted. So I wanted to write this song from the from the heart and soul of like hardcore punk, um, the political punks, the anti-Reagan punks, the anti-like BS punks. And um, I really tried to hone in on what the landscape is like from my perspective as a feminist, femme, non-binary person um, in this Trump era and wanted to vocalize the frustrations that I feel and that I know a lot of other people feel and just be like, this is not okay and we need to be more accepting, make room, love people. Um, so really this whole entire side of the demos and my political songs that I want to continue to write are all about that of like challenging the idea that we can't make music that creates a movement anymore because people don't want that. And I'm like, well, I don't know how much this is really going to create a big movement, but um, I would like to um, sort of challenge that narrative and and be a, a folk punk, like a real punk, you know? So uh, that's kind of where that song came from. And I totally stole the idea of like the music from... Uh, other folk punk artists like I wanted to sound like a folk punk song so there's that little tip out uh the next song billionaires love rednecks <laughs> this song cracks me up like I'm so happy to say that I wrote a song that makes me laugh at myself because like as I was listening back to the songs for the first time I was laughing because I was like this song is like so awesome but like so ridiculous and just like perfect um it you know it's about the um, I think it was 20, I think it was, so last year, as of as of now, of, of uh, me talking on this podcast, I think it was 2018, they changed the tax code here, which, um, from what I understand, was the biggest redistribution of wealth in the history of the United States, and they keep making these gigantic tax cuts where billionaires and trillionaires and, like, the top 400 and 500 families, 400 to 500 families only, and the United States are getting the biggest tax cuts. I just read this year that Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, is paying $0 on $11 trillion for 2018. So that kind of tells you what this tax cut did. <laughs> and it's putting the burden on um, everyone else, literally everyone else. And that I it frustrates me to no end. So I sat down, wrote a little song about it. And I talk about how I don't like Indiana here. Um, I initially had um, the lyrics. It was something I changed the word from bigot to idiot because I 
I felt like that was a little strong. And it also was like, this song isn't about being bigoted. This song is about like people not getting that there's there's more going on here than, oh, you get a tax cut. That's not how it works. So um, I think it's a fun song. I'm interested to see how it's received. <laughs> so we'll see. But I really do like it. Uh, very simple and basic. Uh, the next song, Frustrated Blues, I really like this song. So this song I wrote when I had sat down and finished my first batch of songs. And then I was like, I think I'm going to try to write a different kind of like bluesy songs and stuff. And I pretty much wrote this and I think I worked on another thing, another thing that I never did anything with. So uh, sometimes I get these ideas in my head and then they go nowhere, which which is a creative thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I grew up listening to a lot of blues. My mom loves blues music. So this is kind of an ode to that background. Um, I used to hate rock and roll when I was in high school because I grew up with it. So... Sorry, I accidentally pressed the button. Um, so I, you know, I rebelled against that and now I'm coming back around to it. So, um, but more than anything, this song is specifically about how there are so many cis white blues guys in every local scene um, that talk about the blues in a way that I don't think is is really the blues. <laughs> so by that, I mean, for, for number one, the blues come from um, predominantly well, well, black Americans. It comes from black Americans um, and expressing their pain. And of course, you have the racial element of, of all of that. I'm not going to get into that here. But beyond that, um, a lot of women's stories, that was my cat, uh, women's stories and LGBTQ people's stories are left out of the blues. And I'm like, they deserve, we deserve to have the blues more than anyone else as the original authors or writers of blues music did themselves. So it's really kind of speaking to that crowd and saying like, quit telling me that your wife left you because, and because she just doesn't understand you. And that's so sad. And it kind of this idea of equating your guitar to your wife and no one understands me. And this like self-loathing just crap that some cis men put out into the world through blues music. I hate it. I do not like it at all. So this was kind of a song in response to that. Um, you know, I, I talk about heartbreaking scum and like I'm <laughs> I don't beat around the bush at all. And uh, I try to talk about, from my perspective, what it's like trying to be in a community, a music community, when you are either a woman or a non-binary person or a trans person. Like, you feel really out of place because the things that are being talked about don't make sense. And a lot of times your identity can get swept up into those as some kind of metaphorical idea. Like, Ugh, I don't even know. I don't even know how to elaborate on that, but I hope the song kind of captures that essence. So, um, and then lastly, I have the millennial song. I debated if I wanted to keep that as the third or fourth song. Um, I kept it as the fourth for now, so we'll see if I, I do that in uh, any kind of future recordings. But this song was, um, so I used to work somewhere else, and um, at this past job, a person was 
essentially just taking a huge dump on millennials. Um, constantly always like, oh, there's just a divide in the generations. There's a divide in the generation. It's just different. It's just different. It's just different. You don't understand what it was like. And I'm like, okay, yes, I didn't grow up when you grew up, but how come you aren't trying to even understand what it's like for us now? You know, like, the, why is there this gap? And um, so I got home and I was like, I hate this place. Like, like the physical place I live. I hate the place I live in. And uh, there's great people here, don't get me wrong, but I do not enjoy living here and I would love to move out of it. I think I, I will be this specific area in the next year or two. So looking forward to that. But just, I have had so much frustration with the people here. And so I was like, all right, you know what? I'm writing a song for you. I am writing a song about you, actually. So uh, I just sat down and vented it out. And pretty much my the first try was what, what I came up with, which doesn't always happen. So, uh, but I really, um, the, the ending line, you know, about the dang cell phones and stuff, like I really wasn't sure how I was going to end it. And I think that, that I kind of put that there as a joke originally. And then I was like, well, you know, this really, this works. And I wanted to speak, like, not on behalf of all millennials, but speak to what millennials are trying to say and uplift uh, the voices of millennials that are already there and the frustrations that we have to deal with because of other generations that refuse to understand us and blame us for everything. Um, so I thought, I thought it was a fun ending. I think the second side... Um, is a fun side, but it's like an, it's a different kind of angry. I think the first side of my demos is like, just like pure anger. Um, I, but I also think the second side is like a political anger and I also try to have fun with it. So it really turned out really good and I'm looking forward to writing more political songs in the future. It will be a very fun journey. So, um, that's side two and that's all my songs for right now. I do have one other song that I have, had in my pocket for like five years now and I, I think I'm finally starting to figure out what to do with it. So um, that may be a next song that I get up just because it's like an old song that I've, I've had and had to revamp and stuff. So I'm super pumped and excited for what comes next with my music. Um, I will continue to talk about this on the podcast. Obviously, the podcast is now a part officially a part of my Facebook page. So I'm going to begin linking little snippets of videos and uh you know go from there not that anyone is really listening other than you that has come here from that snippet so um yeah so uh i hope you enjoy the songs uh let me know your thoughts on them i would love to have a discussion about any of the topics or anything like that or don't whatever is cool um so i will talk to you cats sometime later about something else have a great day.